It's time for Peppy's Music Memories here on WRTR with your host, DJ Peppy. Turn it on, go ahead. Stereophonic sound for dance music. Live from the Steel City, Pittsburgh, PA. This is madness. And yes, I said live. Anything can happen. This is as real as it gets. You want the hits? You got it. Stay tuned for totally unique oldies play sets you can only find here. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and more. Don't touch that dial. And now, your host, DJ Peppy.
from Clareton, PA, with Lonely Summer. Before that, the one and only Jimmy Beaumont and the Skyliners. And thank you so much for tuning in today on this Friday. Peppy's Music Memories here on Remember Then Radio. And I want to thank everybody in the chat room, everyone listening all over the United States. We have a couple other countries out there listening, actually. We want to thank you. Boy, I am so, so excited to do this show today. If that's in any indication of what you just heard, Pittsburgh groups. And if you're from Pittsburgh, even, you know, even outside the Pittsburgh area, we had a great, great DJ here that started all this old music for us by the name of Porky Chadwick. That's right, Porky Chadwick. That's where I first got a taste, a taste of this great, great music from the mid-50s on up. Started listening to Porky at nine years old in 1962. And, and in a little while, we're going to have Jeannie Chadwick, Porky's wife of many, many years on, and telling some stories about Porky, playing all the songs that he played that we grew up listening to. So call some friends up if you're listening from Pittsburgh. It's going to be a great, great, great show. So let's go with another sound that was popular here in the Pittsburgh area that Porky played and many other DJs, Scott English with high on a hill magic of the teal sound magic of the teal sound music for young lovers this is scott english bring back some memories scott english and the song high on a hill
Bowen out to you. She's now in Arizona. Pittsburgh's own Skyliners.
You're listening to Peppy's Music Memories on Remember Then Radio with DJ Peppy. They told me the streets were all paved with gold, but these dirty sidewalks are gray and concrete gold. They said.
from the Pittsburgh area, the Marcells Blue Moon, before that from Turtle Crick, is <laughs> how it said, the Vos Magic Town, the Holidays from Clareton, Miss You, the Skyliner, Since I Don't Have You, Scott English, High on a Hill, the Holidays, Lonely Summer, and those all are great, great Pittsburgh groups and songs, and uh, again, we're going to talk to Jeannie Chedwick right now, we have her on the phone, Porky's wife of many, many years. Years and uh, some great, great stories. We've been chatting with her. Some great, great stories that uh, we're going to share and play a lot of his music. Jeannie, I want to thank you so, so very much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today and to let you know last, what was it, two weeks ago we saw Chuck Orby had a wonderful time with you. Such a sweet, sweet lady. So thank you so much, Jeannie. The cool one. As my husband would say to you, how are you? <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, uh, we're, we're fine. Um, this is really nice. It comes at a nice time. Um, Porky's birthday is Sunday. Right. He would, he would be 106. <laughs> my goodness. Um, my goodness. I I'm sure we all do. Absolutely we do. I get I get messages all the time. Actually, in our chat room, we've got quite a few people, a lot of them from Pittsburgh. And the pictures that you sent over to me, uh, we have a uh, – he's a singer and – Frankie Pizarro, he's good with all this tech stuff, so he's been posting a lot of the pictures of Porky. So I want to thank you for sending those over. So again, um, as I said at the top of the show, Porky was a big influence on me and many, many others. That's how I love and listen to this music, listen to him first. What are some of your memories when you and Porky got married, and what year did you get married? Well, first let me say this. I think he is a Pittsburgh treasure. I think what he did for music just alone in this city and then it traveled beyond the city is amazing. He right. just had an ear for music that was different from any other station. Right. And um, as teenagers, we just fell in love with it like you did. Oh. Now, as we're getting married, we got married December 15th, 1990. Uh-huh. Got home. And it was a good, happy time for us. Um, we had a good partnership. I would say no to a lot of people that wanted things from him because he did not know how. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of became unpopular, but it didn't really matter because it was for the good of my husband and things that um, I thought that he should be paid for that what people would say, well, you know, I'll... I'll, I'll I'll give you uh, fifty dollars to show up and do this and that, and I go pork. This isn't going to work, and I would be the one that would say no. Say so no. Yeah. It worked out to be a good partnership. Yeah. And um, 
it lasted almost 24 years. Uh-huh. And um, we just, we were in sync about things. Right. Uh, and he, he finally found a family. Um, my kids, me, my brothers, mm-hmm. my mother loved him. They were only one month apart in birthdays. Oh, wow. And we we never called him Porky. We called him Craig. Craig. <laughs> and people, yeah, people said, why? And I said, because Porky belongs to the city of Pittsburgh, but Craig belongs to you. My, he's mine. Right. He's my husband. Who came and, up? Who came up with Porky? Was it him, or did someone start calling him that? His mother. His, his mother m- called him Porky because he said he was little and chubby, Aww. and she used to just call him Porky. She said uh-huh. she just rolled him off to school, uh-huh. and um, it just stuck with him and. Wasn't a bad name. No, uh, not at all. I mean, it's no, it's his it, his family, his sisters, especially his sisters. Mm-hmm. They called him George, which was his name, George. Right. His brothers called him Porky, but his sisters, Clara, Vern, Will, um, they called him George. Uh-huh. And oh, you know, that's fine. Okay. Um, right, right, whatever, right. You know, right. whatever you want, and I respected that. Right. Uh, and. You know, he he had he was I think he was the third of nine kids in his family, and uh, most they're all gone now. Right, yeah. But, uh, now he started. He, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Gene. He started in, if I'm right, in and you would know better. 1947 was it? He playing gospel music then? Am no, I correct? No, no. Okay. No, it was 1948. Okay. He saw. Well, let me say this. He was great into sports. He mm-hmm. absolutely loved sports, knew everything about sports. And he saw this ad, I guess, in the Homestead paper mm-hmm. for a sports reporter. Um, and he went down and applied for it at Whammo, And he got the job because he used to do, from what I understand from him, sideline commentary at games. Oh, um, he said he was the first one that had a microphone or a box or something that they put up so he could broadcast the games. But that's how it started out. Okay. And it became so popular that they gave him a little more time mm-hmm. and he started music. Okay. Which really took off. And what year was that, Jeannie? 53 or? No, that was in 48. Oh, 48 he started music. Yeah, okay. okay. August 1st. 1948 gotcha. is okay. when he went on. And then, like I said, he had a 15-minute show on sports. And he just became so popular because he was he was just so knowledgeable. So up until the day that he just wasn't with us anymore, he was just the greatest sports enthusiast. Mm-hmm. He could sit and talk to anybody mm-hmm. about sports, football, baseball, uh, hockey, whatever. He right. just, he loved his sports, especially baseball. Yeah. Um, he became friends with Richie Hebner. Oh, I, I remember. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, Franco. Yeah. Franco loved him. Uh-huh. Um, just so many people. Right. He was friends with the Roonies. Okay. Um, and, you know, he just became very popular. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, here's what I remember, and I know everybody listening is going to remember this. Again, imagine, and, and everybody listened at a different age, and I know I'm repeating, at nine years old is when I 
started listening to him. That was in 62, 63, right in there. We would rush home from school because he was on at 4 o'clock. So I'm going to play a clip from Porky coming on at 4 in a couple songs. So obviously hang on the line. Let me put a couple of those on, Jeannie. So here we go with Porky, and we're going to follow it with Leapfrog. It's 4 o'clock in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on WAMO, and time for the Porky Chedwick Show.
Lasagna.
about that one? Ah, Porky favorite, the Spaniels. Great googly moo. Roscoe Gordon loved that. He played a lot of the up-tempos. You figured it out. Ram Rocks, again, another favorite with lasagna. And Chuck Alamo leapfrog. And you heard the beginning. That's what we would hear when we would run home from school at 4 o'clock and you heard Porky coming on. So, Jeannie, what do you think of all those up-tempo ones? They're great, aren't they? Yeah, they they yeah. are. They bring back a lot of memories. Um, as we talked about the other night when he yeah. found the song, um, what was it called? Lima Beans. The, right. I remember he that. He dedicated that to his mother. Right. Because every Friday she made lima bean soup. <laughs> so we all remember he, that one in Pittsburgh. Yeah, lima he dedicated beans. that song to his mother, which was a great dance song. Uh huh. Uh huh. Good. I don't Good. think yeah. there was anything that we couldn't really dance to. I'll yeah. tell you one thing that he didn't like. There was a song called Red Rose Tea. Oh, I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He said that was the worst song that was ever made. He said, how do you dance to that, Jeannie? And I went, I, I don't you know, don't. dear. Yeah. Well, that was, if if we remember, now we're talking about that, that was a commercial. And yeah. I don't know if it was Mike, Mad Mike, or I can't remember. One of the DJs here, I think, got the rights to just double. All they did was double the song. And it was popular here in Pittsburgh, but nowhere else because I have played that on the air. And everybody has said, I've never heard that song other than the commercial. So... But Do hey, you uh, remember the song um, "Funhouse"? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it was Porky. It, it's played at thirty-three and a third, mm-hmm. not forty-five. 45. If you play it by forty-five, it's faster. Yeah, Porky had the brains to turn it down to thirty-three and a third because he said it sounded like a funhouse. When you went inside a fun house. Isn't that something? A lot of people don't realize that. They'll play it like at 45 speed and it doesn't sound the same. Right, right. It's real fast. Right. And they'll say, How did did you do that, Pork? And he said, I just turned the speed down to 33 and a third. That's the uniqueness of Porky Chedwick. Right. The things that he could do with music that made him the inventor, the creator. the things that we loved about him that we still talk about today. Oh, when yeah. When I go to some dances and talk to people, they'll go, how did he do that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was just absolutely. remarkable. Well, you know... Um, Obviously, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pleasant Hills, and you know the story we talked about. I moved to Arizona, met Becky. We've been married, actually, yesterday, 38 years. Now, she's going to ask you, she wants to ask you a question, but it's, she tells me, and she'll tell you that, it's like she (laughs) grew up with Porky also, because for the 38 years we've been married, everything that I listened to or talked about, Porky Chedwick, Porky Chedwick, Porky Chedwick. Oh, bless your heart. Oh, yeah, so she wants to, she wants, yeah, she's got a question for you. So I, I found something very interesting. As you were talking with us the other night, you were mentioning on his second album, Four Young Lovers, he talks or or does a poem on it. Tell us Mm -hmm. how that came about, because I just find this just fascinating. He went to the card store. Um, I don't know what card store it was. Right. And bought, he just said, I bought a whole bunch of cards, Jeannie. And I said, okay, then what? And he said, well, I took a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, put it together, changed it around, and he come up with this 
beautiful, beautiful, what I think, um, heartfelt poem. It is. And um, I said, so how did, what, you didn't get in trouble? He said, no, I took a little bit of this from a card and a little bit from that and right. put it together. Why would I get into trouble? And I said, you did a good thing. And people love that poem. Right, they right. I absolutely love that mm -hmm. poem. We um, when he goes at the end, he goes, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm going, oh, my God. All right, Jeannie. <laughs> listen oh to this. I have um, that. I have it. And we are going to listen. We're going to listen to that right now, actually. I have that. So here, here we go. Here it is. Everyone, take a listen to this. It is absolutely beautiful. What is your favorite music? I reply, music for the young lovers, as the title implies. This Porky Chedwick album is designed especially for you, the young lovers. Some may be sad, some may be happy, some may be poor and rich, some may be sick and weak. But they are young and in love. Now, let me surround you with a haze of beautiful music with romance. Sit back and relax, preferably with someone you love. The most beautiful girl in the world is your girl, seen through your eyes. Listen now and dream. To hold you in my arms Tonight and every night I want to keep your loving charms While all the stars are bright I want to kiss your lips again And gaze into your eyes And every word you whisper then I want to memorize Because I love you And because when you are close to me your every sigh is like a pause before eternity. You are the angel of my dreams, and I should tell you too. You are the only one who seems to make them all come true. I want to take you in my arms and hold you in my sleep. And know at last your loving charms are always mine to keep. I love you. I love you. I love you. This is the night I am so
This is the night I'm so blue This is the night When I miss you This is the night You. I 
should be happy You have your cause Someone's gonna break her
Yeah, that was Porky's Lover's Side. Isn't that great? That was Anthony in the in the uh, sophomores' Embraceable You, Tojo Blue Lover, the Symphonics. All roads lead to heartbreak. And Larry Tamlin, this is the night. You're listening to Remember Then Radio, Peppy's Music Memories. And you can tune in Monday through Fridays, 2 till 4 p.m. Also, also Monday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. A little bit different show on Monday nights. We do a lot of the vocal group harmony, doo-wops, and for the last 30 minutes, acapella. Throughout the week, we mix it up with a wide, wide variety. And uh, so tell a friend about Remember Then Radio. Again, let's get back to Jeannie Chedwick, Porky Chedwick's wife of many years. Enjoy talking to her. So, Jeannie, we just played some of the uh, slow songs, and you know exactly what I was talking about The um, from his album, Salute Young Lovers, where Porky talks, and you were saying it was from cards that he put that together. That's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. He yeah. went to a card shop. Yeah. Because I asked him, I said, how did you come up with this poem, <laughs> babe? I called him babe. Yeah. And he said, I went to a card shop and bought a whole bunch of cards. Yeah. And a little bit of this, a little bit of that, took this, took that, and put it together and come up with that poem, which I think is absolutely It is. Beautiful. It and is. And then he said to me, <laughs> He said, Jeannie, I got to tell you something. Because we were sitting and eating lunch, and I had that album on. And I, he looked at me real serious. And that come on, and I said, uh-oh, what is it? And he said, you know, I think a lot of babies were made to that poem. And I went, oh, <laughs> That's great. That's oh, great. So, okay, another question. Where were the clubs? Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, he just, he just come up with some seriously interesting stuff moments yeah um, yeah ask yeah. me what he liked to eat what did he like to eat for lunch uh-huh it always was tomato soup with oh. two grilled cheese sandwiches i'll be darned yeah. he loved that he Is absolutely that he'd go wow genie i can hear him wow genie it's time what's for lunch <laughs> and i i would look at him and say chicken noodle soup and a ham sandwich and he'd go no no, no. And I go, now you know you're going to get tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich. And he said, make sure it's two. Yeah. And I said, okay. That's funny. And that's, we did. But that's funny. That's what it had to be. Yeah. Um, so next question, I'm going to ask you. We had, as you know, so many dance clubs here in the Pittsburgh area, like the White Elephant, the uh, Lebanon Lodge, the Grove, the, yeah. boy, it goes on, the Green Giant in Brentwood. The it goes on and on. I think there was eighteen or nineteen. They were wonderful dance clubs. Where was Porky and yourself's favorite um, club that he would go and DJ mostly? Well, I, we I I think he really loved the Grove. Right, I remember going there. Yeah, it it was just where everyone met. Right, as teenagers, and then as we got older, when he got hired to be there. Uh-huh. Uh, it just had a great dance floor. Yes. And the price was right. Uh-huh. And there was tables and chairs around. You could get fairly decent food, a uh, place to park. Um, and it was central. People could come from everywhere. North from, Hills. From, right, right. Uh, yeah. Lebanon, from, from Brentwood, Baldwin, wherever, because it was right on Route 88. It's right. still there now. Yeah. And yeah. he really liked it there. 
But I think one of his greatest things was um, when he played the wooden keg, as I had mentioned to you, and I think that was in the 80s, and that was, I believe it was in Oakland. A lot of people used to go there to see, uh, you know, to see him. Mm -hmm. And um, the pub, which I also mentioned to you, it was much later on uh, when we moved from Florida back up to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. and it was in Brookline. Right. And uh, it was just a small little, I call it a dive bar, Uh but people would come and see him because it was porky. Yeah. It was very small, but the food again was good because people like to eat. Right. But he played, he just played porky stuff and Mm. I would sit and watch people um turn into teenagers Mm -hmm. and dance Mm. and these are people that were in their 50s and 60s then and they would just get up and do stuff and i'm going holy cow they're like teenagers again girls women would get giddy Uh and go over to him and can i give you a kiss and I didn't care. No, yeah, right. I I go, go ahead, pork. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I wanted to just kiss him and hug him. Um, We played someone's birthday party once, a lady, and Porky had it. Somebody gave Porky a jacket uh, with his picture on the back. He gave this lady the jacket Mm -hmm. with a picture. And sometimes I see her at dances and she'll go, you know, I still have that jacket that he gave me. Jesus. I can't believe he gave me that jacket, but that's the way he was. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he was very kind. Uh, and when we were kids, he would tell us to stay in school mm-hmm. and uh, don't forget to say your prayers at night. Mm-hmm. He never smoked. He never drank. Right. Although you'll hear people say, oh, he was a big drinker and a smoker. That's not true. Right, right. That's not true, and I will take that to my grave. And anyone that knows him will tell you he was not a smoker or a drinker. Oh, and I've heard that I many. I married him, yeah. and we used to go out, and people would send over a drink and say, can you taste that first? And I'll go, oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'll go pork. Wonder if they don't like you. Or and he goes, everybody likes me, Jeannie. Yeah. <laughs> and it was because he didn't want liquor in it. Right, um, right. I had heard that. Jeannie. Sometimes there would be liquor in it, and I yeah. go, oh no, 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 no. And then I understood. Yeah. Someone would get rude and send over, you know, a coke with with rum or something in it, and I go, no. And I would get angry. Yeah. And I would take it back over to the bar and say, I think you made a mistake here. Just the Coke, can not just, the rum. <laughs> yeah, can I please just have Coke? Yeah. Um, yeah. But people tried to trick him up and, and yeah. do that. And he just, oh, just, that's why he carried bodyguards with him uh-huh. to taste all his drinks and make sure that he wasn't given something that he said he didn't want to drink. And I think mostly that was because um, he had, you know, his brother Ko used to drink, and Pork uh-huh. didn't like that. So Pork just decided not to drink and not to smoke and be a good person and a good DJ. And 
Indeed, he was. Yes, yes. Indeed, he was. All right, um, we're gonna. I'm gonna get back to in. I know um, against one of his favored artists and mine also, Mr. Donnie Albert. He used mm-hmm. to play. Like I said, every day I know he played Donnie Albert. I'm gonna play a couple of them. The number one I I remember them all, but is Have I Sinned? So I'm gonna play a couple Donnie Alberts that Porky Chedwick absolutely loved, and we all did here in the Pittsburgh and again such great great memories of Porky Chedwick so here we go Donnie Albert with Have I Sinned Uh, sending this one out to everybody in the Pittsburgh area chance to renew our romance 
Porky Chadwick's and ours, Mr. Donnie Albert, three in a row. That's if you love me. Before that, what can I do and have I sinned? I know Porky played those. Like I said, every day he was on, he loved Donnie Albert. And uh, before we get into the next segment when Jeannie, I want to say hi to a lot of the listeners here in Pittsburgh, actually all over the United States and the world. Larry, thank you so much for joining us in the chat room. Pete, thank you so much. Bill, Shirley P.A. Gurley, Double J and his crew, Robin in Chicago, Georgia Peach, and one of the great, great singers out there, Frankie Pizarro, originally from New York and now living in Las Vegas. And also, I want to say a big hi to Ed Williams out there. Uh, I think he's listening. And some of my friends, the big O, Gary O'Data from Brentwood, now living down in Florida. It's got a radio show down there. Debbie Ross and Mary Beth, Timmy and Lisa Mari, want to thank you so much. 
Chris, Renee, Kathy and Jimmy, Dino, Mark, Rich Virgin. I could go on and on, but we better get back to the show. So, <laughs> Jeannie, you, we were just talking about um, down at Station Square, I believe you said, who all was down there? And tell us the stories you were saying with Smokey and some of the uh, entertainers there. Smokey was, he had a show down there at Station Square, uh-huh. and um, we got invited down, and of course we went, and um, I have some pictures, and Harvey Fuqua was his lighting director, wow. and Harvey um, sang with the Moonglows, right. as you know, oh, yeah. and, um, but anyway, he became Smokey's lighting director, so... Um, I had met Harvey um, when Porky was playing at a place called Freddy's. Mm-hmm. And everybody remembers Freddy's on River Road. Mm-hmm. George Jordan owned it, and Porky played there. And Sue and Henry DeLuca brought Harvey Fuqua and his wife there. It had to be 1990, 91. That's how I met Harvey, because mm-hmm. we did the electric slide together. He oh, showed okay. me how to do it. Right. Anyway, when they were playing down at Station Square, um, we were sitting at the table and Harvey come over and said hi and you know, gave me a big hug and there was some other people there and Porky wanted to you know, see um, Smokey Robinson. So Harvey sat down at the table and Porky and I walked over and there was this big guy at the door at the, at the big trailer and Porky went to knock on the door and the guy put his hand up for Porky not to disturb Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, so Harvey was just walking by and said, you know, what's the problem? And I said, um, well, this here big guy said we can't go in to see Smokey. <laughs> so he just looked at the big guy and he said, get out of the way uh-huh. and pushed him out of the way and knocked on the door. And Smokey opened up the door and said, Porky Chadwick, how you doing? Come on in here. And I said, um, that man over there said we can't come in. <laughs> yeah. And Smokey said, you come in here. And I looked at the big guy, and I was so angry. I said, get out of our way. Oh. <laughs> and, and because he disrespected my husband. Yeah. And you just don't do that. And we went in and had a lovely chat, and I got to meet him. And um, he just, well, it what can you say about Smokey Robinson? My God, right? Uh, all the music he wrote and everything that he has played and sang and uh, just, he was wonderful and kind. And he actually thanked Porky mm-hmm. for um, playing black music in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. because I don't know if a lot of people don't understand that Porky broke the racial barrier for black music in Pittsburgh exactly was right. not being played. Right. He went to a place called Sunny Jim's, mm-hmm. and I think it was on 8th Avenue. He would go into the basement and find all these records that were full of dust. Uh-huh. And he would bring them back and dusted them off. And that's how his records became dusty discs. Right, right. Because he dusted them off and he said there were discs. Uh-huh. And he told Smokey that, and Smokey said, what a wonderful, remarkable story. And they became friends. And I think we saw him down in Cleveland a couple of times because someone took a 
beautiful picture of his arms around me and oh. I treasure it. Um, and we were smiling and uh, just, yeah. just his kindness. And Harvey Fuqua just, he was just in such awe of Porky. He said, you don't know what you've done for black music. Mm -hmm. But I think in Porky's heart, he knew mm -hmm. what he did and he knew that it was right. He said, this music had to be heard. Mm -hmm. You have to hear it. It has to be heard. And he just kept on playing it and playing it, even though the teachers in school called it devil music and told us not to listen to it. Right. We were teenagers. We didn't care. Yes. So we listened to it and we went to his dances and he was kind. Porky never acted like a DJ. He never acted like he was better than anybody. He was one of us. Mm -hmm. You could talk to him about anything. He would take the time. He gave away records for Halloween, not candy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he gave away records. Records. Is um, and never candy when he lived in South Park. Uh -huh. And he gave away records. Frankie Lyman came walking up his driveway. He, Porky told me one Sunday morning when Porky was reading the newspaper with a record in hand. Mm -hmm. Frankie Lyman. Frankie Lyman, right. And said, "Would you? can you play this for me? And Porky did. Yeah. Uh, just things like that that he told me that, that, you know, Jackie Wilson. When Jackie Wilson was at one of his lowest points, Porky got him into Pittsburgh and said, stay with me, which people don't know. Yeah. Stay with me um, until you feel better. And Jackie would stay with him for a couple of days and then go back to wherever he was going. Uh -huh. And they stayed friends for a long, long time That's um, until Jackie died. Things that you really don't know about Porky. Porky, when Porky brought Axe into Pittsburgh, do you know that he paid for their clothes to wear wow. on stage? Wow. He paid for their clothes because they come in with no clothes. Mm -hmm. Do you know a little girl that he took to one of his dances um, when she was 16? Ask me what her name was. What was her name? Diana Ross. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He took her to one of his dances. She was unknown. Yes. And um, he took her because someone brought her in. And it's things like that. He became friends with Aretha Franklin. Uh-huh. Um who just said he was just a really great DJ. Dick Clark loved him. Cousin Brucey loved him. Uh, just Wolfman. So many, Wolfman they, Jack. Hmm? Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack yeah. was funny. Wolfman Jack, I when I lived in California, they used to do once a year um on, on Orange Street that go up and down and mm -hmm. it would be it would turn into the 50s and 60s and i used to watch i i knew who he was but i didn't meet him then uh but he would do the djing because you could hear him when the cars were racing up and down orange right. street yeah. um in modesto california right. he was the dj then and when he came to pittsburgh and we were on the ann devlin show um i said i remember you 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 were the dj in modesto on orange street he said, how you know that yeah and i said well I lived in Modesto and I saw you and that's how I know you. But he, he just, he said Porky was just a remarkable human being. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was, he was just kind. He was. I, then, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Jack Hunt, Jack Hunt, um, who's Johnny Angel. Mm -hmm. j so many of the singers, Porky was their mentor. 
You do realize that. He no, was their mentor. Abs- yes, I do. I remember that. He hearing played that. music that they still sing today. When Jack goes out and sings, he always mentions Porky. When Sue DeLuca and Henry, um, when Sue was the original Pure Gold, they would always say something about, you know, bo- she called him Boss Man. Boss Man. They would always say something about Porky. Right. They would bring him on stage um, at at the Roots and Rock and Roll shows. They would bring him you know, on stage and introduce him. And I would sit back there and just watch people stand up and just, it was amazing. He was kind. Yeah. I don't, I'm, he was just kind and he wasn't, he wasn't a rude DJ. He was like one of us. Right. Right. If, if you understand. Oh, I just do. Yeah. Kind. Yeah. Um, the next segment, I'll get into yeah. that where, where I met him, but I, you mentioned Smokey and I know what you just said, and I'm going to go to a a early song of Smokey that uh, Porky played. The name of this bad girl. Then, Jeannie, yeah. I'm going to also play. Uh, in fact, we were at Chuck Corby's with you a couple weeks ago, listening to him sing. I love the tribute that he did to Porky Chadwick. So I'm going to play the Miracles, Bad Girl. Then I'm going to play Chuck Corby's tribute to Porky Chadwick. So here we go oh, with, the, yeah, oh with the yeah, with the Miracles. She's not a bad girl
behalf of all the people whose lives that you touched throughout the years, I would like to take this time to thank you. And on behalf of myself, Chuck Corby, and all of the other entertainers whose dreams you helped make a reality, once again, I would like to take this time to thank you. Porky, this song is dedicated to you. When I'm feeling down and I feel like crying, sometime in life we all feel that way. I've got a friend to rely on. His neighbor's Porky, he's my favorite DJ. The pressures in life were strong I call on my friend Corky And he plays my favorite song Corky, Corky I'm so proud to know I'm you I'm so proud to know you, Corky I wrote this song to show oh, you I appreciate it What you done for me? What you done? What you done for me? He gives us so much love and laughter with his music rhymes and melodies. He'll always do his best to play my request and play a special song for me. While his own heart was broken and torn And through tear-filled eyes He made me realize That the show must go on Pokey, Pokey I'm so proud to know I'm you I'm so proud to know you, Pokey I wrote this song to show you What you've done for me I'm 
It's the soundtrack of our lives Golden memories side by side Our oldies power On Remember Then Radio
Chadwick with Jeannie, his longtime wife. That was the Clovers, One Mid Julep. Before that, Johnny and Joe, a great one he always played, Warm, Softly in Love. The Students, My Vow to You. And Cannibal and the Headhunters, Please, Baby, Please. And again, you're listening to Remember Then Radio, Peppy's Music of Memories, Monday through Fridays, 2 to 4 p.m. And if you're maybe a first or second time listener, Monday through Friday's show, 2 to 4 p.m., playing all the music from the mid-50s, 60s, 70s, into the 80s with just such, such a wide, wide variety of genres um, acapella, up-tempo, R&B soul, the pit, so-called Pittsburgh sound, and occasionally we will have a um, a guest on, like we have Jeannie Chedwick today, Porky's wife. We've had Jimmy Ross, and we're going to be having also Chuck Corby in the future up on here. So tell a friend about Remember Then Radio. So Jeannie, tell us a few more, <laughs> few more great stories about you and Porky. And again, f- before you do that, I'm going to say thank you, thank you so much to Frankie Pizarro, the pictures Jeannie that he is putting up on here of uh, Porky and yourself. It's just amazing. He has one up on here, and you describe what it was. It's of you with short hair and Porky, and I explained a picture to you. You said that's when he asked you to marry him. What a beautiful that picture. That was on the Grove. We were at the Linden Grove, yeah. and we had we had been together, oh, I don't know, three or four months, and um, he was real nervous that night, and <laughs> I said, you know, what's what's going on he said i gotta ask you something i said what and um the skyliners you gotta play a song by the skyliners because porky absolutely loved jimmy beaumont and the skyliners i will i'll bring some up that that come up i'm sorry go ahead no no i will we'll definitely put i put a couple at the beginning but we are going to play a few more of them yes anyway we went and porky did not dance because he was always busy with the records up Uh up, doing you know chain and um, he said, let's go dance. I went, oh, okay. And we went down and I, we danced and the Skyliners were playing Pennies from, was it Pennies from? No, I don't remember what was playing because I was so just 
why is he dancing with me? And I said, what, what's wrong? What happened? And he said, I have to ask you something. And I went, <laughs> okay. And I thought maybe he was going to tell me he didn't want to see me anymore. And he said, will you marry me? And I, as I told your wife, I went, huh? That's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people kind of looked at us because he said it quietly. And I said, what, 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 what? And I'm, I sounded like a parrot. Quit and he said, will you marry me? And I looked at him and I said, sure. 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 That's good. <laughs> and I, yeah, and people, and I said, did you hear what he just said to me? And one lady said, no. I said, he just asked me to marry him. And she said, say yes. That's and I said, yeah. I did. I said, sure. So s somebody snapped that picture and um, he went up in the booth and he said, I have a surprise for all of you. I'm unavailable. That lady down there, her name is Jeannie. Um, and we're getting... <laughs> we're getting married. And everybody started to clap. And I went, oh, my God. Yeah. What did I just do? And it, it just, you know, it was remarkable because from there, um, as everyone knows, we found out that he had the brain tumor. And, um, yeah. uh, you know, and I did marry him. And two weeks after we got married, he was in the hospital having the brain tumor done, which was a success. And um, thank God, you know, for that. And he had yes. a great surgeon. And then they did the show um, when it, when um, Wolfman was there, and all the singers were there. And it just it just got better and better and yeah. better and better. And we got to know each other more and more, more and more. And I took him to Florida for the first time. And we went down to my mother's, um, she had a mobile home down there in mm -hmm. Largo and <clears throat> took him to the pool and have pictures of him. He had never, he said he had never really gone swimming. He just dangled his feet in the pool. And I went, <laughs> oh, no, 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 you're going to get in the pool. Yeah. And I got him in the pool. And that reminds me of another thing. I took him out to Bethel and we used to go to, we, we belonged to um, our health club. And the health club had a pool and they used to exercise and the ladies would exercise. And I actually got poor and Porky by that time was walking with a cane, mm -hmm. but I got him to go into the pool mm -hmm. and go to the four feet. And I stayed right there with him while the ladies exercised. And they all were looking at Porky and talking to him. And I have a picture of him hanging on to the side of the pool. And he said, this is really cool, Jeannie. I like this. And I said, see, I told you. And he said, you're my angel. And oh. I just, oh, my goodness. Because oh. um, I got him to do things. When I took him up to, to Niagara Falls, mm -hmm. he had never been up there. And he was afraid to walk over a bridge. And um, I said, okay, we'll walk in the street. Because he didn't want to fall off the bridge. Yeah. And we walked in the middle, not in the middle of the street, but the side of the street. Right. And um, I found out that he couldn't ride backwards. He had to ride forward. Do you understand what I mean? I do. I ride. do what you're saying. Yeah. Because yeah. when we got on the Ferris wheel, he said, I got to go forward. I can't ride backward. And I went, okay, we'll try places. And he enjoyed it. He went, look at that. You can see that water. Where does all that water come from? I said, pork. It's Niagara Falls. Yeah. Oh. And he said, oh, he said to me, can you drink that water? And I went, I don't know. I'm not sure. Sure. Maybe you can. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, pl places like that that I took him to the Butterfly Aquarium where butterflies 
flew on his hair. Oh. And he was so, th- he said, what's that on my hair? And I said, it's a butterfly. Put your hand out. And a butterfly flew on his hand. And he went, you know what? That's my son, Jimmy, who had passed away, passed away. many oh. years before that. And I said, maybe it is. Maybe yeah. Jimmy come back to say hi to you. And he said, yep, that's my son, Jimmy. Right. Just right. things like that, that, um, yeah, I think about, you know, I'm sure. This, I'm sure. I mean, this, like I said, he, he is idolized here in Pittsburgh, and not only Pittsburgh, other areas as we know. Hey, we're getting close to uh, um, the show being over. Remember we were talking, Jeannie, we were talking about, and I say this occasionally, you know, they have, I guess it's called rap music today, where it's rhymes. Well, to me, I'm going to play something by him. Um, This was, Porky was the first rapper, let's put it that way. I'm going to play, and you know which one this is, it's called Porkology, Porky yeah. Chadwick and Billy Price, yeah. where he yeah. where he says all his lines. So I'm going to put that up right now. Hang on, his and we've got a little bit. More. He called it his dictionary. Dictionary. We're going to hear that right now. The daddy o of the radio, the boss man. You better push him, Papa. Pork the Torque, Porky Chadwick, Chad the Sickhead. No, not George Washington, it's Pork Torkington. No, not John Wayne, it's Pork the Insane. More jams than Smuckers, more moves than Dr. J, more lines than Bell Telephone. The Porculator, the Blonde Wonder with my record thunder. The Sound Hound with the Ground Ground, stacks of wax and pounds of sounds. Fermentation, percolation, psychotic reaction, satisfaction, megatonic traction. Let's straight it through bread and listen to Chad. My dear, let's put a grape in your ear and make your head ferment. I got the goods from out of the woods, and I'm cooking with those puds. Your group potentate who can motivate and articulate. The only pork that's kosher. You don't need gin to tune me in. I have enough soul to fill the Super Bowl. Pork the top, 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 pork the top. Pound the board. I'm the music maker for the hip shaker. My name's not Caesar, but I sure like the squeezer. It's love and affection, not the house of correction. I'm not a gas station, but I'll fill you up with percolation. Putting some fever into your receiver. You're the ruin, I'm doing it for you. It's not my fault, I have a porky cult. I'm not a Spaniard, I'm not from Spain. I'm pork the torque, and I'll fry your brain. Blow your horn! Hey, Grandma, throw away your cane and let Porky give you a migraine. 
And what did you think about the Porky Chadwick Porkology? Great, great sound. Well, we have time for one more. But before I do that, Jeannie, we want to thank you so very much for, boy, spending two hours. This two hours flew by. And I want to thank you so very much. And we all love Porky. And um, thank you so much, Jeannie. It was my pleasure. And talking about Porky is one of the best things I could ever do yes. to just, I want to keep him alive as long as I can. And I you're do helping too. to do that. And yes. I thank you. Oh, thank you. For yeah. his music. Thank you so, so much. It was a pleasure talking to you and to you too, Becky. It was a Thanks. pleasure. I loved yeah. it. Thank you. And we are going to be gonna get together. I swear. Oh, we're oh gonna absolutely. Get together and do some things together. We, we will. Plans. We do. Okay. I'm going to end <laughs> this. Have my number. Call me. I, I do. Will. Okay. I'm going to end this show with everybody's favorite here in the Pittsburgh area, the Skyliners. It was Porky oh. Chadwick's. So we all remembered Lonely Way. Thank you so much, everybody that tuned in Pittsburgh. Thank you so much. See you Monday at 2 p.m. Here are the Skyliners. I'll go my lonely
Should ask me, dear, what's my reply? 